0: Hi, this is Christopher Lewis, and welcome to another episode of Dating Intelligence. I am here at the House of Cocotte here in downtown Los Angeles. They have been so kind to let me use their wonderful podcasting space. And if you guys, I'm telling you, man, this space is like a restaurant slash media room slash workspace, and quite frankly, you can do any event here. And so we are going to throw a lot of mixers here down for the future. But for today, this is my house today, the House of Dating Intelligence. So shout out to the House of Cocotte and to my wonderful producer, Connor Linderuth, for filming all this today as well. Now I'm going to jump into my guest today because we have lots to talk about. It's great to have her on the show. My guest today is someone that has been in the dating and relationship space for quite some time and has been featured on numerous shows, magazines, and on stage on their best versions of themselves. Please welcome my dazzling host for the day, Kimmy Seltzer.
1: Wow. Dazzling. What's up woman? <laughs> How you doing? Wow. Hi. So glad we're doing this. I know.
0: Like we've known each other of like guys, i'm uh, just to let you know that I met Kimmy Seltzer last year, about a year ago, right? Yeah, um, a little I bit over so. a year mm-hmm. at um Podfest in um Orlando, Florida. And um quite frankly, I'm gonna tell you my story because I reached out to her on this Hoover app thing before oh, like we you know you actually get to we're, we're Podcast. I just I just came for this just now. I'll literally get there. And I was like, oh look at that, there's someone from Los Angeles, she's a dating expert. Wow, I want to learn so much from her. And I was just like, nothing. Crickets. Right. I mean,
1: you don't slide into a DM of Wova without I, any context. Like, what am I supposed to do with that? I didn't even know you.
0: I know. And it's like, you know, I get it. I always be on your guard, ladies. I get that as well. Don't let any weird guy slide into your DM, but it's Christopher Lewis here. I mean, I'm not weird. Look at me. It's kind of a fun time. Well, now me?
1: that I know you, I, know. I will respond. Yeah. Okay. Thank time. you. I appreciate that. You're so welcome.
0: anyways, we actually met because someone at this, one of the um, after parties goes, oh my God, I know someone else is a relationship coach and they just paired us together and we were like inseparable that whole night we stayed up like till what 3am talking in the morning about just well stop. you did
1: I, I think I went on to 4am <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's so funny you probably yeah. did I think I was on stage the next day that's why I was actually with my panel that's why I actually had to get out there and yeah. I gotta I gotta close this one down girls so. right. shut down <laughs> I'm gonna be bad news up on stage you know if I have to go up there and do that so but it's just it's been a pleasure just knowing you and we have become pretty good friends and I'm just excited to have you on the show
1: I'm so excited I know we've been talking for a while to do a show together because yeah. I have my podcast and you're definitely gonna come on my podcast. I would
0: love that. Of course. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. think that this is the perfect time. You know, it's it's like it's kid, the year is winding down and yep. it's like there's so much more. This is the year of dating. I feel it's what, October now?
1: And it's cuffing season. Okay, tell right. me about tell our audience about that. Yeah, well, if you don't know what that is, it's like kind of gearing up for the holidays. People are in this frenzy of trying to find someone mm-hmm. for the holidays. So there's a lot of dating happening. There's a lot of um breakups, makeups, and checkups <laughs> you know so it's like it is tis the season so i'd say
0: more like check-ins because you have to check yourself to a yeah. psychiatric ward because some of the people <laughs> might end up with like why the hell did i
1: do that mental right. breakdown right yeah. right no but it, it is i, I it's a lot of clients have been coming to me and saying, oh, my God, the apps are so busy right now, and they're dating up a storm. And yeah. then, dead, yeah, it'll be like flatline, you know, right? Which this is I feel like-, like
0: sometimes it's summertime, maybe. I feel like unless you're probably like in high school and, you know, in the school's ending, you want that summer love because they always call it summer. But you don't see adults having summer love. It's always like little uh, kid shows and stuff.
1: There, are, That happens, too. But I would say... So now we see a lot of spikes. There's trends mm-hmm. for sure. I and mean, there's research, not just me saying this. And then um, there's Super Bowl online dating. You know about that, right? right? Yes, I've heard right? of this. Yeah. So this is the day after, this first Sunday after the New Year's. Okay. And then we see the biggest spike ever in online dating. And then it's, yeah, it's cycles and seasons and around holidays. Yeah. And then we also see a surge right before Valentine's Day, right? Everyone's trying to, true, to get That's true. Where I
0: try to avoid that all the time. I'm like, if Do anything, you? oh my God, I'm such i I've said said this a thousand times on my show, Valentine's Day is made up by just whomever out there in the universe made it it's up. It's, uh, yes. Thank you very much. Thank you for saying that. Cause I didn't <laughs> want to say it, but you did. And that's okay. Cause but, it's not
1: my show. I can say that. Yeah. Right? Okay, good.
0: So, but my thing, it's yeah. like, you should be loving your, the loving that person all the time. And it's not just a day. It should be all the time. So, so that's why when it's Valentine's Day, I'm like, eh, I don't, I mean, I give a little something, but it's not like I go all out.
1: I think it's a mindset thing, right? It's all how you look at it because it, you should always do that, and there always right. should be these little celebrations, but I think it just is kind of like one time when everyone can really say it's something. It's overcrowded, like, though. It is. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's noisy, and yeah, I right. agree, but... Yeah.
0: Well, anyways, like I said, like, so let's talk a little bit more about cuffing season because I yeah. know I was on a, a client call today and I literally told them that I told them I'd probably be talking about day too, but it's that thing where I said, this is the time of year, like, you know, right when fall hits right before Christmas time where everyone is just nostalgic about finding love mm-hmm. because winter's about to come along and no one wants to be alone during winter time.
1: I know. Cause then everyone hibernates. Yeah. And if you don't have anyone to hibernate with, it could be lonely.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. <sighs> Hmm. Let me think on that for a minute, Kimmy. (laughs) Don't like the sound of that.
1: Right. Right. Well, no. And actually then it's time, you know, to pull in. There's always, I think, time and place for, you know, when you are, Looking for somebody, if you, if you are not ready to look for somebody or you're ready to just date, then that's great. But I think that you first have to be really intentional yeah. and understand what your mission is. When I'm working with clients, I often have them create a mission statement, like a business mission statement, you know, yeah. but you have to help them get there. And a lot of times, you know, really what they're trying to find is themselves. You know, people come to me. You know, help me find love, but in the end, they really do end up finding that love within. I know okay. it sounds kind of cheesy, no, it but it but really it's true, is true.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's that's the reason why they say you have to love yourself first, So because it's like, how can you give off that to someone else if you're still feeling a little bit not in tune with who you are? And we've all seen relationships like that because it's like sometimes. You either get it a little too late and you're like going, oh, they need to work on themselves first before we actually continue down this journey. So
1: And without guilt, you know? Yes, and right. here's the thing, like dating without <clears throat> getting attached is a really important part of the process. And it's a different time in your life. And maybe you're a relationship person and you haven't really just had time to just no. date without getting attached. That's an important part. Really what you're doing is you're dating yourself. Yeah. Is seeing what's right and what's not.
0: No, I love that. I'm, I'm kind of learning that a little bit right now. Are you? So yeah, that's
1: all I got to say. I won't get too much
0: into it, but I'm learning that right now. Loving yeah. yourself is like, uh, it, it's, I realize it goes a long way.
1: It does. You know, I'm
0: really starting to understand what, what I need actually a little bit more. So I'm, I'm kind of learning that a little more. That's to be continued on another subject matter though. So
1: We'll circle back to yeah, that. Yeah, we but. will. We, we, we've
0: talked about it off, off camera, but yeah. it's all good though. Yeah. Um, so I want to know a little bit more. I would love for you to explain the charisma quotient to mm. our audience and what you do and what that means to you.
1: Yeah, well, gosh, I'll circle back to my story, but it really came from my hot mess. You know, we okay. always have our own story and yeah. why we get into what we do. Um, I'll tell just kind of the professional side of things, and then I can like backtrack into my story. But really, you know, the charisma quotient came out of this notion that. I believe there's an energy and a charisma that gets created that creates attraction, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's often overlooked. And I'm a therapist, so I'm safe to say this. (laughs) I used to believe that you had to work from the inside out. But because of my story, what happened to me, and now what I help so many others with, I flip the script and I work from the outside in. Love that. And so, what the charisma quotient is, is working on three things. First, starting what I call style intelligence. And you and I talked about this, that you have dating intelligence. I love this. (laughs) So, I have a lot of intelligences, (laughs) if that's even intelligent. We have great
0: IQs. I I mean, it's all about the IQ.
1: Yeah, charisma quotient. Who doesn't want a
0: better IQ in life, right? Right. And this
1: this is a lot of quotients. So, it's style, which is how you dress, it's your body language, it's the just that kind of energy that you bring forth and how you market yourself, which is huge. Mm -hmm. Then I go inward and work on your emotional intelligence, which is, you know, how we express ourselves, the authenticity, the vulnerability, how resilient we are, our self worth, but how we express that. And then the third pillar is your social intelligence. And yes, that includes flirting. So yeah. flirting is a big part of my business. Okay.
0: Gotcha. Yes. I think people should be flirting all the time. All the time. Like I think you Never should, should leave with the flirting and then go yeah. down the road, you know, yes, you know, leave the emotional, let that be last. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Style first for sure. Flirting for me, because like you said, you can't, if you're, if you don't feel good about yourself on the outside, and, and I appreciate you saying that by the way, because, um, I feel like what you, what you've told me numerous times and I see it in so many people, it's like, even if you're feeling at lead with that, and that makes them feel good. And I appreciate that.
1: Well, there's a symbiotic relationship between the outer and the inner when it comes to confidence. It's Mm -hmm. not superficial, like how we look on the outside. Directly impacts this. First of all, the signals that we send to other people, and, and that determines how we get treated. Right. So it's really important. And sometimes people roll their eyes and like, oh, that's it's so superficial. But you know, I even did my TEDx talk was how mm-hmm. marketing yourself attracts love because you could be the best person inside. You could do all this inner work, and believe me, like I'm a therapist, I get it. Yeah. I did my own work. But at what point do you, you know, really put yourself out there and market yourself? Otherwise, you're in analysis paralysis, right? And you're just sitting there like, oh, I'm just doing the work. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? (laughs) Right. When you're not like putting action to it. And so if you are working from the inside and then you don't pay attention to how, you know, you present yourself, then love might pass you by.
0: Yeah. That's true. Good point, point. and I appreciate the charisma quotient. I think that's fabulous. So um, now, and it's are, the
1: name of my podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, guys, you got to check that one yeah. out. By the way, too, it's actually pretty, pretty good. And she's actually you've been you've been on a lot of different things. You've, you've you're all well seasoned. I like I oh, I look you. up to you. Like you're super oh. well seasoned. I love what you're doing, and it's it's very inspiring.
1: Thank you. Right. Well, I'm I, I've been around the block for a while. I've, it, it, there's been a lot of twists and turns, and you know I. I, if I can get to my story, because mm-hmm. I think it's really important. I think I would love to hear it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was just a therapist for a really long time. I was living in Chicago. I lived a very traditional life. I had the picket fence, a couple dogs, and a couple kids, and the husband, of course. And I still have the kids, by the way, but you see where the story is <laughs> going. So then what happened is we all picked up and we moved across the country. We plopped down here in La La Land and... We end up doing what everyone else here does: get a divorce. Obviously, right. like, insert joke. No, really. I mean, I like to blame LA, but it was <laughs> totally what to happened anyway. But you know what? I really it's okay. Think?
0: LA actually doesn't mind that because they're so used to it. So yeah, it's like it's you right. know, they'll, they'll 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 accept that as a reason.
1: They'll accept that, right? No. Uh, Eddie. Well, the thing is, is you know, when you're removed from your kind of cushion and you're – I was like in this insulated type of life, right? when I was removed, it was like, everything just got clear. And that's when everything also like fell apart at the same time. And so there I was all alone in my new little castle, not knowing what to do with my new life. And I'm a therapist. (laughs) (laughs) Like That's the kicker, you know? So I'm like, I should know this, you know? And so, right. That's, I did the work. I, I went to counseling myself. I, I rallied with my friends, yet still I couldn't get out of my own way. And if you had seen me back then, I did not look how I look now wearing like bright colors and, and cheery. Mm-hmm. I was all in black clothes. I was wearing the nursing bras. I wasn't nursing any longer. And um, really, it just stuck in my mindset. Stuck okay. in my clothes, stuck in my mindset. I called it my dark period. And my image reflected that. And I just remember looking in the mirror and saying, oh, my God, like what happened to me? Yeah. And that's when it hit me. It's like, you know, I need to do something pretty untraditional because all the traditional stuff isn't working. So nothing fit me because I lost all this weight. I hadn't seen my body because again, I was like losing myself and I'm like, all right, I'm going to go shopping. And everything was black my, my like <laughs> maybe a splash of beige. And so I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go shopping. I just, I'm going to, feel better and i think i'm up leveling myself okay. right i'm buying all black new black clothes and but black
0: but all trendy all you're black. like Yo, it's, it's all trendy at least let's <laughs> it's, yeah, right? say i'm doing good yeah
1: i'm doing good and this personal shopper she's she's watching me and she's like ma'am i've been watching you and i really think you should try this on love it and she holds up this red dress that i thought was three sizes too small and i said that's really sweet of you but that's not my color and that's not my size. <laughs> and she's like, honey, that is your size. That is your color. Try it on. And it was like, she hit me over the head with that red dress. I call it my red dress moment okay. where she knocked me down. And when I came to, I was like, wow, I, I do need to do this. I need to try this on. I need to feel differently. So I squeezed into it and I twirled around like Cinderella and bam. That was, was it. I saw myself. Yeah. Wow like for the first time in a really long time. I'm really
0: glad that you're open to actually seeing that as well.
1: Yeah. But you You know, know? and you probably deal with this a lot too. It's like maybe three months prior to that moment. I don't know if I would have been have to that. Yeah, I wouldn't have heard her and I would have seen that. Like you have to also be ready, but I was so ready. And, um, yeah, I bought that red dress is a costume. I called it a costume because I still <laughs> didn't believe it, right? I th- I'm going to go out and I'm going to marinate in it and I'm just going to, like, own it, right? And so, I mean, and I did. I went to the coffee shop. I went to the grocery That's store. So I great. went to the dog park. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I really wore that red dress. And here's the surprising kind of story from that. I noticed men noticing me. And I didn't like it. Okay. And I'm like, what? and that surprised right. me. I was like, wow. This whole time, I was wearing those black clothes as a cloak.
0: Yeah, as a camouflage. It to just made it, to you keep me invisible. In. Yeah, because
1: mm-hmm. I was scared of you alien men. Like, I didn't know. I mean, last time I, like, talked to men, I was, like, in college at a toga party. Like, I had no clue what to do. And also just that that fear, that confidence that was shattered. So that was the first thing that I did that I had to get used to being seen. Yeah. And
0: I first, can understand the scary part because it's, like, it's it's a new, like, this new, thing that's happening to you. And it's, it's exciting, but also, and also what I like to say is the fact that you're probably thinking like, what does this mean for me now? You know, like, what does it mean in a way yeah. of like, oh my God, it's like, this is wonderful, but it's like, I'm, you're ready for it, but it's like, it's almost like you're fresh, you know, like, and yeah. it's new and it's different, but you have to get, like you said, it's seasonal. You have to really learn how to now become that person now.
1: Well, yeah, mm-hmm. it was, I, and I like. The word costume. So often I'll call it a dating costume. You know, when I do makeovers, because, you know, then I got into being an image consultant because I saw the power, and like you do too, like saw the power of what we wear and how that interacts with our body language. Because, yeah, I started standing a little taller, slowing down my walk, you know, as I'm wearing (laughs) my heels, you know, and it all started working together. And that's when I really realized, gosh, you know, it doesn't matter. Like, if you're working on yourself, if you're scared and you you have a hard time putting yourself out there, then like, you're going to miss opportunities. Right? right. And so, I mean, I have many other stories from there, but that's really was kind of my, but that, that's uh-huh your, that's moment. your origin story of how it you is, became a hero's today. journey. So
0: yeah, I love that. And it's, and it's important because especially with our, like with my audience and things as well. I mean, the reason why we do what we do is because it's like, we want to let people know that, look, Not everyone's in the same boat, you know, like I am in it, you're in it. It's like Mm -hmm. it's it's nothing, it's always evolving. Yeah. And there's always moments of like, like, even I can say right now, like there's a moment I'll go out, right? And all of a sudden it's like I'm not feeling my best. And I know inside of me that whether I'm wearing something that's just not, you know, I'm just I'm just feeling a little not really into it, right? And and I walk out and I feel like that the whole night. It
1: affects you. It does affect me. Like I feel and
0: people just walk past me. And it's a very interesting um I guess what I'm an, exper- an experiment mm-hmm. to do that. So people, you out there, if you, let's say you're on all the time, right? Try to wear something a little lesser than just something I'm talking to them, like throwing down, like high five and going after parties, whatever it may be, they wouldn't even recognize me.
1: Well, there's research that has been done on this. It's not just like in our heads. Um, there is a term called enclosed cognition. Mm-hmm. They found that there's a shift that goes on in the brain when you wear certain things and your performance goes up. So this definitely isn't just again, superficial stuff. Right. And, if you think about it, there's so many things in life that takes a long time when you're working on yourself. This is instant. And it's such a direct hit into like your internal confidence too, because when you're getting that feedback, it it does, it gives you that confidence to be out. I remember, um, there was this woman, she was just petrified to be seen. And I mean, she was, you know, definitely like rusty. We'll just say that because she hadn't dated at all. And she was getting back out there, but she didn't want to wear loud colors because she was worried. And about as being in seen. loud,
0: something that's just a little bit brighter, a little bit brighter, right. red, pink. Mm-hmm. And by
1: the way, if you're a woman listening to this, definitely wear red or pink because guys are highly attracted to it. But anyway, so I said to her, let's just go to the restaurant and practice wearing red dress. Just, you know, I wanted her to have a red dress moment. And she literally was having like panic attacks before mm. we were walking in. And I said, it's okay. Like, you know, you have to start somewhere. Yeah. We walked into the restaurant and she then just noticed men noticing her. And I said, deep breath. <laughs> <You> <laughs> know, I was like taking her through the process. And by the end of the night, I think I created a monster. We have oh. like guys around us. Oh, That's great. But, right. Like, and, yeah. and then from there. She could do it on her own. It was like anything else. And I always say, that's why I call myself a strategist more Mm -hmm. than a coach these days or a therapist, because I just believe that people need strategies to break old
0: habits. This is why I love you, Kimmy, because like, see, I love you say like, you're not a coach, you're just a strategist. And I like using the term, I'm a dating concierge. You know what I mean? Oh, it's like, I, love I just want to direct people where they need to go. Well, it's like, I'm not going to answer your questions you're for like, you. I'm not here. going to give you the answer. <laughs> yeah. My job is just to steer you in the direction where you, I feel like you already need, you want to go to, like, you want to go to Disney world. You want to go to, um, six flags, you're a Disney world person. Why would I send you to six flags? You know,
1: it's, it's like, great. yeah. So, it's- well, it's like also as anybody who is a mentor or giving people, you know, hope it's like you're the flashlight, but mm-hmm. it's up to the person to walk through the light, right? right? Like you can show them the way. Don't walk
0: into it. People just walk uh, yeah, through
1: just, it, okay? <laughs> right. <laughs> Unless there's an obstacle right. right there? It's like what was that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say. Well, that's when you know you stop. <laughs>
0: that's so funny. <laughs> Let's get them out of the dark. Put yeah, them into yeah the light exactly. for sure. So this holiday season, the last thing I want to do is worry about what I'm going to have for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. I mean, it's bad enough that I already have to spend enough time trying to figure out what I'm going to get for gifts for my friends and family. So that's why I decided on Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service, which delivered right to your door. I mean, guys, these ready-to-eat meals are literally ready in two minutes. So all you have to do is heat and enjoy. Treat yourself to high-quality, delicious meals over the holidays. You can choose from 35-plus chef-crafted meals every week that's a Supported by a healthy lifestyle and meets your meal preferences, whether it's calorie smart, vegan, and veggie. So for myself, I usually go for that high protein plus because when I'm getting off the tennis courts and running right into my dating coach stuff, I need that extra energy to keep me going for the day. And I'm really, really happy that I chose Factor. So this holiday season, instead of figuring out what you're trying to eat, head to factormeals.com dating50 and use code dating50 to get 50% off. That's code dating50 at factormeals.com dating50 to get 50% off. And instead of figuring out what you're trying to eat, for every meal, you can figure out what you want to do with your friends and family this holiday. Well, I I love your story. I love what you do. And like, I just, I'm just like, it's, it's, it's fascinating. I just, and it's rare that I actually have another dating coach or, or relationship expert on the show because it's like, it's, it's just. I just love hearing new and different approaches. And that's mm-hmm. why I'm always open to new and different things. And so um so but what I want to get into ritual Talk and this is all of what we're talking about today, people. So today I have Kimmy Seltzer as my guest co-host and Jamie Villamore I love you, but we're in LA and I just had to get some episodes in because I know you've been doing crushing it over overseas in Europe with your work. So anyways, but we're going to get into our topic episode today, which is exactly what we're talking about right now. And so guys, today's topic is called dating momentum. You just started dating someone and you want to, and you know, you both like each other. Now let's keep the momentum going. How do you do that? Let's talk about the steps to keep the fire alive and moving forward.
1: I love this topic. right? And and it
0: goes along the line because now that even the, you know, the woman that you were talking about, one of your clients Mm -hmm. going into uh, the restaurant with that new dress on where now she's around guys. Now it's like, let's figure, let's talk about how to keep the momentum alive. You know, you meet someone, you know, and I'm talking, let's say after date number two, because let's be honest, right? Mm -hmm. After the first two dates, you're still kind of sized up, even if you want to be on the third date. And so let's say you get to the third date, let's talk from there on and see how people progress and how they move into relationship. Finally.
1: Well, I would even entertain is how do you progress in each phase yeah, of these datings, good right? Because <clears throat> so I, I always talk about three phases of dating. People talk about phases in relationship, mm-hmm. but there are phases in dating to your point. Like the first phase I call courting, right? That's yes. the cat and mouse it's chase. Oh, it, it's so it? fun. Ugh. right? But some people hate it.
0: I don't know why. Right. Yeah. Well,
1: cause right. It's easy for you. <laughs> and mean, usually <laughs> we know that. Um, <laughs> but, but here's the thing, like what, the the phase that you're really good at mm-hmm. is usually like then in the other phase is more challenging. It's just figuring out like what is more challenging and yeah. why, you okay. know? So that, that's the first phase, like what you're just talking about. Like, how do you how do you progress to the date? And then how do you keep it going for a All couple weeks? All right, so weeks, let, let's settle kind of on thing.
0: that. So let's use your three phases, and we'll use that as our guideline then for the dating okay, momentum. Okay, perfect. All right, so perfect. let's talk about the courting phase, which I feel like it's like, and I'm surprised people don't. I mean, I understand why people don't like it, because it, it's scary, it's new, it's um, it's different. You're nervous, you're excited, you're, you have your checklist, you have your non-negotiable
1: maybe you're in your head a lot. Maybe you're, you know, like kind of a little more left brain analytical, you're thinking about what to say. And that gets really hard in this phase because you're thinking too much. You're going at an interaction in a cerebral way versus a playful way. So people who have a hard time just being playful and having fun really have a hard time in this phase. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what I love teaching people to do. Cause when I do like wing girl sessions, I'll go out and teach people how to, just have fun. Okay. I know, it sounds so elementary, but you know, that's why I love kids, yeah, right? Good. Like you watch kids who may be four or five years old. I you know you have kids. Remember they just, they go through, like, they don't hesitate. They don't have filters. They see, you know, little Johnny in the sandbox, like, hi, what are you doing? They don't like wait and say, oh, I, I shouldn't approach yeah. Johnny. He looks really busy and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> right? Like, but we develop filters as we get older. And so for some of us, maybe it's, because we've been hurt, okay, right? And so there could be, like, you're in your head because there's fear, like you said. Coming
0: out of something long-term or whatever it may be. It could Mm -hmm. be
1: that you never really learned it. You are more, like, you got reinforced to be more cerebral, you know? And maybe that's something. There's a lot of different reasons, and that's why as a therapist, I always like to like look at people's histories because it's not cookie cutter, right? Like there's different reasons. But um, whatever like the backstory is, it's first being aware of that, right? Like that's kind of the first step. But then it's the action piece. Like what are some small things that you can do in those phases to practice so that you feel good? Like for me, it was the red dress, right? And when I talk about flirting i have like i do a lot of flirt workshops i kind of have this like little formula that i talk about and and one of it is definitely having that dating costume on okay like when you're prepared to go to a date like you want to walk in feeling amazing yes, of in course. that outfit right
0: because if you're feeling anything less than it's like it's not only going to you know your wall is already up at this point. Let's say, and your energy is low. And the other person that you're on this date with is now going to be like, "Oh, he's going to he or she will sense that." Yep. And You've already lost half the battle. The percentages go down from there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So if you're in your head and you're feeling fidgety, like you were saying the other day when you weren't like feeling good in your outfit, like that right. affects you.
0: Right. Oh, I was going to say the other day when we went out to go to drinks, I was like, I was on
1: cloud <laughs>
0: twenty-five, girl. <laughs> if you could raise that Richter skill up, I was on fire. That's another story. People <laughs> that night too.
1: From uh, yes. so walking in to sitting down, the hostess.
0: Remember, <laughs> you are like. <laughs> I mean, it is my show, Kimmy. That's all. It I, is. I'm you could do whatever.
1: I am in your house now. <laughs> <laughs> I am just taking your lead, honey. That's yeah, funny.
0: It's always, Jamie. I go, it's my show. I am talking about me for <laughs> <laughs> a best friend for Yeah,
1: definitely, definitely. Um, and I always say, like, even before, like, get your game on by having a little bit of kind of a playfulness time before you even walk in the room. I always talk about a little like date prep plan, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you make a playlist that has your favorite oh, songs, I love that. you're love like that. dancing, yeah. getting in your sexy, you know, whatever you can do to get into your body and out of your head is right. crucial. Right. right. Love that. So then you're walking in and if you're a woman, you know, just kind of exuding that fun, feminine, sexy energy. If you're a man, that alpha strong energy.
0: Walking with confidence. Yeah. yeah.
1: And that's so much of what I work on with people okay. because. If you can't get that down, it's going to be hard. Yeah. And then you sit there and you're getting in your head and you get more nervous. Right. And then, that you know. That a ship.
0: <laughs> that, it? that ship is sinking. Sinking,
1: yeah. And, and, and it's, that's the thing is that it layers upon itself because like it, if you're not feeling good going in, then you're in your head, then you might say something dumb, mm-hmm. then you might like your body language might be a little anxious, you know, that kind of thing. So body language is huge.
0: Right. Now let's, if I huge. may add, cause I always talk about the flip side of things. So let's just say that we're, Love let's it. talk about someone who's feeling that way, anxious, you know, a little, yeah. whatever. There's always if you do it well and by doing well, own it. I'm a little nervous, dah dah da. It comes across yes. just genuine at that yes. point. Authentic. And so that's okay. What she's saying is like, we wanna put our best foot forward, but let's just face it, any anything new, you're not gonna come in fully like yeah, I got this. You know what I mean? You know, you're know, you going to be nervous. Everyone's nervous. I'm sorry, because it's a new person. And even if you've met this person, which you might have out at some social event or some party or through a friend, you're still going to be nervous.
1: I love that vulnerability mm-hmm. and authenticity yeah. that you just said. And I'll tell people that too. It's like, if you make a mistake, just like own it. Right. Like Smile just say about it. it. Yeah, please.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like cut the, cut the thickness out of the room. Right.
1: I was working with this woman and she's like, Oh, she's like, I just get so nervous when I walk into a room. She had a lot of like social anxiety. And she's like, it just seems like everybody knows everybody. This wasn't even a dating situation. You know, it was just more like a social situation. And I said, well, what if next time you go, you just say that? I'm like, how do you feel? She's like, I feel like I'm in junior high. I'm like. That's an awesome line. Yeah, it's a great. line. What have you just said? Like right. sometimes when I come here, I just feel like I'm in junior high all right. over again. I would be. We all my ass understand off. that, mm-hmm. you know. And so, it's yeah, relatable. I I'm, I love that you said that.
0: Okay, well, that's great. All right, so now that the date is going on, you know, we're we're mixing it. We like each other. You know, these yep. two people are going out, and it's like, hey, second date happens now. So your le- your level should hopefully be a little more elevated at this point. Um, you know, because like you know, not second guessing yourself. Let's say you like this person, the other person likes you, and you know it, the energy was there. And the second date, you're excited to go on that second date, but. Um, so with momentum, keeping it moving forward, yeah. once again, now you should, I feel like you should be elevated a little bit more because I'm sure you've probably have, hopefully have talked this person a couple of times between the first date and the second date, or hopefully as I like to say, Hey, that second date's the next day. Mm, that's great. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> I love it,
1: yeah. That's
0: great because it's keeping the momentum going. And yeah. I feel like everyone has different speeds on how they want to pursue their you know there's significant other whoever they may in the dating space but um i feel like if there's momentum going mm-hmm. i feel like don't stop it do not stop at all costs because if the other person is open to moving forward in that direction as well keep it going and see where it goes
1: yeah and you mentioned something that's really important i think in order to build momentum like we're also talking about pacing mm-hmm. matching and pacing too like where that other person is at there's a difference between being friendly mm-hmm. and just having a nice conversation when you're on a first date and flirty. Yeah. And so if you're wanting to build momentum and you want to like have that second date, there's got to be some sort of indication that there's interest. Yeah. It's not Thank enough. Thank you very much. I agree. There is mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. enough to just say, oh, well, that was a nice guy. Right. That was a nice And girl. leaving the person wondering. Mm-hmm. Wow, and now yeah. you're
0: both losing that steam. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. There,
1: and there's got to be that build. I mean, it's like foreplay, right? Like yep. you, ha- You have to build to that. Otherwise... That's when you walk away and say, you know, Yeah, have time to think didn't about feel it. The yeah. Oh that's the That's the worst. worst. Oh right. my God. Unless if you, you really don't lot, want it.
0: Unless you really don't no, want it. No, but
1: if you're listening to this and you get this a lot, yeah. like that's that's a pattern. Yeah. Right. Like and once, okay. Twice, three times. Oh, right. And you're this, the common denominator. <laughs> and you're right about that. I was talking <laughs> yeah. to
0: a dating client about that about a few weeks ago. We were having a conversation about it and I asked him, I said, So can I ask you something? Because he always fell flat after the second date. And I mm-hmm. said, Let me ask you something. I go. When you're on that first date, let's go with the second. Cause he's got to second date. I go, um, when you guys are walking out, I go, do you ever like, you know, try to kiss her or, you know, try to make, you know, flirt with her a little more, make a move, maybe extend the date a lot. And he goes, you know what? He goes, not really. And I go, this is why you don't have a third date because yes. you, the, you're, the other person has no idea how after the second date, if you're still not, you know, at least like you said, flirting or giving some indication that they're going to sit there and assume that you do not like them. In yes. theory, right. Or they're not interested or whatever it may be. And now they're losing interest now. So you're out now at this point. Now there might, be, there could be a recovery probably if you were honest about and say, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Da, da, da. But for the main point, it's like,
1: it's not that, you know, he's like, there was this guy's he, he friend zoned okay. all the yeah. time. And probably like the guy that yeah. you're talking yes. to yeah. and, and come to watch him when I was like, you know, out in the field with him, I saw exactly okay. what was going, on. and you can on. see where
0: that starts failing, right? Yeah,
1: and it wasn't necessarily even the words he was using, but it was the way he was talking. So tonality is considered like a non. It was fascinating. So again, body language is probably the biggest indicator of you know like moving on and progressing that momentum, hundred percent. Because people will ask me, I don't know if they ask you, like, what what line can I do? And okay. My answer is always like. I'm not giving you a line. Yeah, I don't don't even know what that means. Sorry. No, no, there's no lines here. Right. right? So first I asked the question about body language, like, where are you sitting, you know, in proximity of the other person? Is there light touching? Is there, you know, it's all those things, the nuances. And he did this weird thing where every time he would talk to a beautiful woman, he would take his right hand and he put it across his body. And hold his left hand like this. Oh,
0: like, yeah, deflecting all the energy and like really feeling, closing himself off. Yeah, but it yeah. also
1: looked like anxious yeah. and weird. And he did it once. I'm like, hmm. Okay. And he did it twice. I'm like, hmm. And then did it three times. I'm like, okay, Doug, you got talk. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, this is weird. Like, yeah. do you realize that you're doing this? I right. had no awareness. None. They're, he was they're doing
0: nervous ticks and they're ticks that become a part of who we are. It's like when we speak, and you say um a lot, or which you know I sometimes do that. So I have to catch myself. But it's a learned skill that you practice to get out it's of. A
1: and it's habit. Yeah. So yes. people,
0: you can get out of these sort of things. I would like for everyone out there listening to this right now. I would love for you to really think about what nuances you have, what ticks you have whenever you're doing. Like when I when I actually, it's funny when I'm on, like when I'm doing this. If you watch me on air, yeah, I do this a lot right here. But it's my, oh. like I do this when I talk all the time, like I'll put my arm here, but it's a, it's a gesture because I use his hand right. and I don't use two hands ever. So mine's always with one hand. So I, oh, keep, and, I and I know that, yeah, that yeah, I do yeah. this because it's almost keeps me from like, you know, doing <laughs> this. Maybe that's <laughs> like what it doing, is. I was like, crazy. strain yourself, Christopher, restrain. <laughs> so, but
1: well, here's, here's the crazy <clears> thing <throat> is that we like with, with this guy, we went back to his childhood and he remembered, he had a really demonstrative mom. Okay. And he remembered every time that she would reprimand him, he would do that.
0: Oh, uh, yeah.
1: And so there was something about being in the presence of a powerful, beautiful woman that put him in that state. Okay. And so we just got rid of it.
0: So when you told him that, it's like, how long did it take him to actually realize that that was the reason why?
1: Well, because then as we were doing more approaching. Yeah. Yeah it like, it hit him. It's like, oh my God, I'm doing it yeah, again. You know, okay. it was great. Cause first is the awareness piece, right? That's the first step. Mm-hmm. But then it was the correction and like, just don't do that. Okay. You know, next time like, maybe put your hand in your pocket. Like we had to do a correction around it. And then he started just doing it again okay. and again and again in repetition until then he's just started being more comfortable in the body. And the approach became so much easier. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's he really became good. like really confident. He started talking to pretty women. It was like this little, right. Habit or tick. He has now a great girlfriend. Uh,
0: That's amazing. I think, I think everyone just like therapy, I feel like everyone needs coaching and whatever aspect you're doing. And dating is no different than that. You know, I feel like as we all know, people only spend probably what 5% of everything that they do. in the dating is some sort of statistic that way. I mean, we spend more with work and working out and some like maybe even health versus we versus finding love that's yeah. a match you know um and we've spent a little time with doing that and so it's like and when you're out there guys in the space and if you spend just that little bit of time like 5 to 10% of your life or you know of, of your let's say practice you're not going to be good out there in the space at all
1: yeah it's so true and 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 that's why too i would i always tell people start really small cuz mm-hmm. it can be overwhelming yeah. and daunting to feel like oh i just have to put myself out there oh i got to get out there and date you yeah. know that's when people stay put you know, because they're Overwhelmed. That's why, like New Year's resolutions, most like what is it like six percent of the people really do their resolution because right. everyone's shooting themselves oh, way, way too, too far. High. Yeah, like I'm going to lose weight. <laughs> well, all right, it's better to say I'm going to lose two pounds by doing X, Y, and Z. Yeah, that's and dating great is the same thing. So if flirting is really hard for you, I tell people, don't say to yourself, well, "I just got to get out and flirt." Say, okay, well, for the next two weeks, I'm just going to make eye contact with people of the opposite.
0: Yes. i love you to say that. Yeah. Because you yeah. will,
1: you will, you will miss so many opportunities if you don't slow down and really take a look around.
0: Yeah. You. But it's not, like you said, it's not easy. The first time that you did it, you know, you were in your dress and it made you nervous, but that's okay. Yes. It's almost like, it's almost like saying, you know, when you see someone across the room and you look at, but then you both look away, but then you've got to look again. Right. Cause if you don't. Well oh, like that's the
1: th- that's the three second round. Yeah, that's you know right. That. And I know this. And oh, this yes. is something we've
0: discussed as well. So but it's true though, right? Yeah. It's like you always want to know. And sometimes it's like they don't, but it's 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 an art form and it takes time and it's not easy. I mean, that three seconds that you're talking about, it's not easy. It seems like it's like an eternity.
1: No, but the only way you're gonna get over those fears or out of your head is to do it in repetition. Right. So, like you heard me. I I went to that I, I was in that red dress literally everywhere. <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> And, and it was super uncomfortable, but no one, no one changes in a state of comfort. No, no. You only change in discomfort. So yeah. that, that thing that you get in your belly or that thing you get in your head, that's good. Like go towards it, not away from it.
0: Yeah. It's, it's like I said, it's an art form, but like I said, guys, if you're feeling, and also I love to say, if it feels right to you then it's right. You know, you just got to go with your gut. Sometimes you got to go with the feeling mm, you got to yeah. let, you know, go with it. And I appreciate you saying earlier, just a minute ago on how, um, start small. I was actually telling a client before we started podcasting, that's exactly what we were talking about. I said, look, I'm hearing that you love, um, you know, you like restaurants, you like doing these sort of things. And he's social, he's still, you know, he's a social introvert, let's say, right. Oh, He'll go yeah. with this brother or something like that, but he doesn't, He and I could tell he didn't like the big spaces. So what I said, I go, look, I go, I'm hearing that you love you know, restaurant. So you're a foodie and you like drinking you know, craft beers and things like that. So I go, so let's do this. Here's your homework for Thursday. And I said, have having a call on Thursday, I go, but I want a text from you on Thursday. I want you to find three restaurants that have a decent happy hour. And now I go, now mind you, I'm not saying a big loud place that, you know, that might scare you off. I want something that you feel is yes. at your speed, something that you can handle. Right. And he goes, Okay, that sounds like a great idea. So I go, well, who can you? So he goes, I have a coworker. He always tells me the hot spots. I go, well, remember, find something that, and after you, he gives you three or four. Look them up, and I told him that once you send them to me, I will research them, and I mm-hmm. will, I will know if they are hot and or if they are just your speed. But I want you to start slow for you. It might be different from someone else. So I highly agree with that.
1: That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's where his confidence exactly. is. Like if you pick a place where you feel comfortable that is, that's going to like dissipate some of that anxiety going in. Right. Like people who hate the bar scene, right? Like that's not a good idea to exactly for nightclubs or
0: whatever it may be. <laughs> yeah. You know, It's like, you're not exactly. into that. So why do that? And I know it's like, you know, and, he, and I told him, I go, just go with what you feel. I don't care if it's like, you know, farmer's market, wherever you mm-hmm. feel the most comfortable, that's where you should start from and start looking around, talking to people, like you said, do all this and it
1: helps. It's so important to practice these skills. You know, a lot of times I'll ask people, well, you know, again, like, what are you looking for? You know, what, what's your dream? What What's your magic fairy dust mm-hmm. in three months? And, you know, when people say, oh, I want a boyfriend, I want a girlfriend, I want my soulmate. I'm like, that's great. And how are you going to get there? <laughs> what skills do you think you need to learn in order to get there? Right. And there's always this dramatic pause. And, and that look up to the right. Yeah. They'll look up to the right. <laughs> yeah. Oh. As they're accessing and downloading that vision. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, I never thought about that right. before. It's like, well, right. Like, what do you see? Like, who do you want to mm-hmm. be when you walk in the room? Who do you want to attract? You know, and for those like shy women, I'll say like, do you want to be that like Jessica Rabbit where you're just like walking and like you mean it? And, and most people have that desire to feel attractive, yeah. you know? I'm like, just start there. The rest can happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, and it will happen. Yeah. It always does. But start small.
0: Right. And once again, like we said from the beginning, like you said, it will happen. But it's everyone has their own speed, their pace that works for them. Yes. There's no time frame. There's no, there's no, like you said, no fairy dust. That's going to say, why are these people getting together faster? And they worked for years versus us. It took us a long time. Sometimes even the friends, like we have a lot of friends at all of a sudden you meet people like, wow, we finally connected and they didn't even know it. And they've been friends for years. Yes. So there's all these different opportunities guys out there. You just, first and foremost, like Kimmy said, you just need to be aware of yourself. First of all, be aware of your space, be, allow yourself just to experiment, to see, push your boundaries. That's pressure, what
1: but, and I'm glad you talked about different pacing for mm-hmm. people and the momentum. So going back to like your original question is that, you know, people, I don't know, people ask you, it's like, well, what is the timeline? Like how many dates should I do before I kiss or how many dates before sex? And I, I always say, I have no answer. Yeah. I am not a black and white right. person right? because we're all in different timelines. Like, One person's journey is going to be different than the other. So your pacing might be different. Somebody coming out of divorce is going to be in a very different place than somebody who's like 25, Mm -hmm. right? Who has never been married, that kind of thing. So I think it's really important to first get to know where you are in that continuum before you figure out like how fast. And there's people who've had sex, you know, date two Mm -hmm. and have been married for a long Ever. time, right. So there, I don't, it's not the hard rules, but you, you have to know yourself.
0: Yeah. Know yourself. And remember, if it doesn't feel right to you, then just slow the brakes yeah. down because don't do it because everybody else is doing it, you know, but I do appreciate experimenting different levels of things. You know, like yeah. I said, if you do have a one night or, you know, don't bash yourself for it, people. I always say, if you have a one <laughs> night stand, don't feel guilty. Just enjoy it. Be in the moment or right. if you're, everyone's got their own journey. Just enjoy your journey that you feel is right for you. Because once again, you're not only gaining experience, you're, you're you're getting, um, a point of view of what you like and what you don't like. And that's mm-hmm. the most important thing. You know, nothing worse than someone being and someone, going, I don't know. I just like what they like. It's right. like, well, what do you like? I don't know. Yeah. I just want to do what they want to do. You know, it's like, don't be a yes man. Mm. So
1: that's horrible. It it's a horrible nuts. place Ugh. to be. Oh my God. This is why
0: I challenge girls from the get go, like <sighs> right from the start. I'm like, I don't want a yes ma'am. I yeah. want someone who's kind of like fiery. Someone who's like, mm-hmm.
1: And yeah. I want to be marr, Back marr. to you. Yeah. Yes,
0: <laughs> Just right back at them, you know? And because now you got that push and pull, but that's where the energy and the spark start happening.
1: But that's the the thing that builds the momentum. Yes, it
0: does. Because
1: yeah. if it's vanilla and it's it plateaus, oh, right? Like, okay, so let's talk about the second phase. Yes, of please. Yeah. Because after the courtship. Is it vanilla? That, well, so many me. people have vanilla, <laughs> although I do like vanilla, I'll be honest. I'm not even a chocolate person, but it depends how you sprinkle the vanilla okay. ice cream with. You know, it's, it's it's how you like progress with that person. Right. So like if you're in the phase of, let's say, three, four months in, five months in, and it's pretty solid, right? Maybe it's not committed yet, but of it's course. pretty solid. Never stop flirting.
0: No. Never. Agreed.
1: Never let your guard down because then... That is also when a lot of like people end up having trouble. They start guessing whether or not that person like that's when everyone starts getting in their head too.
0: Yeah. Well, I'll go one step further. I always say that, look, I go, if you have questions about that phase, let's say the three to five month phase now that you're yeah. speaking up, right. It's a muddled like it's a gray area, it's a just great, be oh, gray area. because it's, some people that's something that drives me freaking bonkers man i'm like fucking hell man just ask the questions and just kind of just in this way you know what to expect or at least what's a what's gonna happen at this point just
1: ask yeah. <laughs> talk <laughs> <laughs> no i know because like people will say why well, I, I think this or that well so women i mean and i'll throw our species under the bus, like we talk in story, we are always like wondering and thinking, mm-hmm. you know, but you know, men are more direct. You're more simple in the way that you think. And it's like,
0: <laughs> man, right. Like that it, just, that was a dagger.
1: Well, but it is, yeah. it's true. Like, and, and that's I think her
0: opinion, people. She allegedly said, I feel saying that.
1: <laughs> I feel just because I've been doing this for so I'm long. I'm with you
0: Kimmy on that 1000%. Okay, yeah. okay, I'm we'll an talk. anomaly. I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just one other guys. I'm an anomaly. It's like, I you think it's storied? What's that?
1: You think in story?
0: Uh, do I think in story? Yeah. No, like I just think, in, no, I'm saying I'm not, you just said, I don't, uh, what did you say about guys? We were just very.
1: Well, simple. In a, simple. In, a, in like an amazing way. Right. Like I always say like women, if we could just be more like you guys. Yeah, I'm a pretty complicated
0: day. guy, man. I tell you. Because there's you? things that I want to know. And I don't talk in the story, but I just know what I want. And so I guess if it's, if it's. Asking for what I want in order mm-hmm. to move it along faster. So I don't have to go four months and go, that was a waste of my time. You know, but
1: see, that's direct. Like yeah. that's a guy. That's okay. what I'm saying. Okay. We, women do, do not do that. We, we guess instead see, of but, just ask. But I have to
0: disagree with that on some point in time because, and, 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 just a small part of that, because think about you it. You can disagree with me by the way. Most my, you know, I'm disagreeing with you. God damn it. Um, no. But seriously, guys, what I always say, guys, how mm-hmm. they start off with the story. Which and think about this, and here's the way it is. Guys start the story because it's a protection. Hey, you know what? When you start dating, yeah, you know I work a lot, or I'm a, like I have a, I have kids, or I have something. That way, as that goes down the road, three four months now, and all of a sudden you're like, why isn't this progressing forward now? I mean, well, he says he's working a lot, or blah blah. He's making up fucking excuses. So I say oh, that the simplicity you're that you're talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. are just excuses, and every guy plants an excuse as a failsafe at the beginning.
1: I know I actually agree with you yeah. and I you know what I Sorry, think we're I saying this yeah, no, no 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 I actually think we're saying the same thing but in a different way because what I was referring to and it was funny because when I was in the show great love to be mm-hmm. Brian Howie if you're listening to this he has a great podcast too by the way um and we would do these shows and we would go into the audience and we would ask town hall style like love different that. questions you know about dating and whatnot and I was co-hosting at the time and There was a question about like, so when you're on a first date, you know, and I asked the women and then I asked the men, you know, how many men in here are thinking on the first date, past that first date, like thinking in stories, like what's going to happen and blah, blah, blah. So like you do, but, but most men did not raise their hand, right? I'm just saying like, it was interesting. And then all the women raised their hand because we think of the. The story. I do. The, the I do as well.
0: Jail. And that's why yeah. I wish, and that's why I decided to join this space for me finally after three years ago. It's like, I, I felt like I wanted my voice to finally be heard in this instance where I want to be able, I want to help guys, you know, once again, be their true authentic selves. I want to let go of the ego and be true because it's like, I feel like um, they have a story. They're just afraid to see where that is because they're looking to see if this person that they're in front of, yeah, if she's really the right one, because there's always going to be someone better, you know? So mm, so for me, yeah. it's like when I'm sitting with you on, on a very first date, I already have a story in my mind going, okay, is this person someone I want to be with in the future? And I've said before on my show, it's like, if it's like I'm... You know, I guess, call me a woman in that way. But it's like, I know right away, it's like, you know what? I'm, it's not even a point of messing around with you this night, even though it's like... Right. Or, some, or going further, because I don't want to lead you on. I don't want to hurt you. Mm-hmm. But I need someone who's going to be that person. And once I find that person, it's go time for me. Like, I will... It's like, you know, But don't you go think, time.
1: guys... Correct me if I'm wrong, because I, I hear this too, is that, I mean, they might think of whether or not that person is for them, but they think about first the attraction piece. Of course. Like, Do no, I feel 1, something? 1,000%. I get that
0: as that's well. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like,
1: they're not thinking about like, oh, what would it be like to like clean house No, and, I, and that's a
0: different story. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't know we were talking about that kind of story. How many, how no, many, but women how many babies can, go can I have with, for him? But you seriously,
1: know? this is, is how women, women will go for him. Is he going to make
0: me work? Cause I want to work, you know? I mean, that's what I'm talking about. This
1: was where I feel like you guys have it right, right. That the men are just a little more realistic, a little more present. And I tell women this. I said, just see if you like yeah, him. Yeah, be in the
0: moment. Be, be in the moment. Okay, the moment. so we agree with that. Thank 1,000%. You. That's what I'm hearing I, we that now. We got there yeah. somehow. We. Sorry, sometimes see what I do, and it's, then we just. Got but you there. see how far along I go with my story because I have a story, and I go, ooh, it's like because it's like I know where it all goes at some right, point in time. Right. So I do look up. But we met in the same story. We do. And we do. It's I a great story. That. Great story, Kim. I'm going to give you a high five right high now. Five. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, this is great. All right, so let's yeah. talk about it. So after three to four yeah. months, now okay. you're in it. Now you're committed. Now you're we're like, it. you know what? Six months, let's go.
1: Yeah, and then there's at some point, there's a conversation about being in a committed relationship mm-hmm. and then that's kind of the relationship phase. But even in that phase, do not let your guard down. Um, and a lot
0: of people do. Yes, mm-hmm.
1: keep it fresh, keep yeah. it fun, keep it flirty. But also it's it's a really interesting time where you can... Deepen the conversations and really get to know each other in a whole new way. Right. There's pitfalls in each stage, right? And then, but there's also like amazing things in each stage, and it's just figuring out what is the hardest for you. Like, I worked with somebody who loved the courting phase, yeah, like all day long. You know, that person could do it, but then when they got to the relationship phase, okay, that's where it got really hard. Yeah, it's a balance. It is. Mm -hmm. It is. And often I find to like given just people's history, there's usually reasons why certain phases are more difficult than others. You know, like if maybe you've had a lot of abandonment in your life or, you know, failed relationships, the relationship phase might be extremely hard. And then you find yourself getting guarded or pushing that person away or self-sabotaging, right? And so it's really looking at your journey and what are you doing to, to kind of like, not fail, but finding yourself being challenged in that area.
0: Yeah. And I, and I hope everyone, you know, in these situations like that when it's because it is sometimes um, disheartening, it's a little sad because you get to a certain point, all of a sudden it's like that person doesn't open up about certain things because um, they're just, it's it's because they're still, they're, they're not working on themselves, let's say. But yeah. what I always want people to know, it's like, don't ever push someone, you know, but, and and just first and foremost, like one of the biggest things I say about men for women, is like, just make the woman feel safe. You know, mm-hmm. that's the first thing. And if she feels safe, you feel safe, you know, and it's like, it should be this yin and yang. It's like, you guys should be opening up all day long. So I, it's, and it's not easy to do.
1: Yeah. And then for women, you know, I just wander. Yeah, your eyes wandered. just, just a little. What was that? I was a wandering
0: I didn't know that eye. was a wandering eye.
1: <laughs> what, what were you looking at? <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: know. I was getting bored in my relationship.
1: <laughs> Do you want to talk about it? Oh, I'll we'll talk like about it. it yeah. Yes, okay. yeah. Then another episode. Yeah. If mm-hmm. you'll have me back.
0: And call it The Wandering Eye. Yeah. The wa- oh, my God. That'd be hilarious. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the Wandering Eye. Mm. There's so many like meanings with There's that. There's
0: a ton of meanings in it. Yeah.
1: That's a good mm-hmm. title for a book, actually. Okay. To the All wandering right. eye. Okay,
0: I'm copywriting it right now. I'm trademarking it. You're so. gonna go
1: on GoDaddy right now uh, and you're gonna get it. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I I love this. So we're well, like I said, lit, we're gonna close this down a little bit in yeah. theory, but we still have a little bit of time, but. What else would you like to tell my audience? Something that's just like just give them a tip. Just just one tip that works across the board, whether you're single, married, in relationship, dating, whatever it may be. Just one tip that you always that you stand behind.
1: Oh my God, there's just so many. I just think the theme is always around sexy confidence. Okay, like that's kind of the overarching mm-hmm. thing. And when you're you're not feeling sexy, and and you're feeling like in a slump, maybe you've gained weight, or maybe you're in a stale relationship or maybe you never learned how to date, like wherever you are in those, that continuum do something that makes you feel good because it's not until you look in the mirror and you say, I got it going on is, is when other people are going to too.
0: That's true. That's true. And so
1: that's why, again, like I love doing these like dating retreats and flirt workshops, and and it's something that can really boost your confidence when you're feeling good about yourself, and not just you know. And and there's actually three kinds of confidence. That's Mm -hmm. what's interesting. People think about confidence more in an internal way, and it coincides with the charisma quotient. It's actually you have your your outer confidence, right? Like how you feel about your body and and your presentation. It's also how you feel inward right like the inner confidence even resilience i'll talk about that a lot with the inner confidence like meaning you don't take everything as rejection
0: yeah that's right that's like how one, I quick
1: like. can you bounce back right. from that you know bumble person that ghosted you you know right at what point do you say "Ooh, i dodged a bullet rather than oh he doesn't like me yeah. you know like it's that switch when yeah. you have that kind of Solidness within, and then there's also social confidence. And by the way, you could be really high in your style and really low in your social.
0: No, agreed. And if you
1: just like, and here's a tip is that if you rate yourself from one to ten, ten being the best, Mm -hmm. one being the lowest, on each of those, you know, kinds of areas of confidence, look at where the gap is, like what look at the disparity, like, yeah, and and then the lower score just take things that you can do like we were talking earlier to practice just the
0: little things too sometimes it's right. just the little things it's, it's not even big things. but we make everything which Huge. we all do we we do yeah you know it's just and it's just it's just being able to continuously exercise the muscle continuously taking yeah. the leap of faith and the chances you know and and quite frankly it's funny on how someone can just do just something as simple as just one of the things I say, like, and I love the fact when you got your dress, you went right to the coffee shop. I mean, it's not like you were going somewhere big, you know, sitting at a bar by yourself or crazy. No, you went to a coffee shop. Or I had a coffee. to, yeah. Coffee shops are always busy at certain times. So that's a good start, I feel like. I love that.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, if it's body language, like we were talking about before, you know, just making that eye contact, notice who's noticing you, smiling at people, right. you know, standing taller, um, your social confidence, just going to social places and practicing conversation. I mean, that's the thing I, I I often teach people just, I'm sure you do too, just like conversation tricks, you know? And again, it's different being just friendly and talking about facts, which is really the part where people really feel you. Yeah. So if you're getting, if you listening, like you're getting a lot of messages of, I just didn't feel anything from you, or there's that feeling piece that's missing. Mm -hmm. There's probably something not happening a in your body language or B what you're saying with people that are allowing people in.
0: Right. And what Kimmy said, I I like that to finish off with what Kimmy said. It's like, think about this last part. Don't look at the other person rejecting you look and just take, take a, you know, a video of what happened, replay it in your mind and just look back and think of the things, what you felt you could have done better at, what you could have been stronger at, you know, because we're always going to place him. Well, he just didn't like me. She didn't like me. It's like, Maybe that's not true. I mean, first of all, they're sitting across from you. Unless it's like a blind date, you know, in theory, you guys have matched up somehow. you met each other somehow. How did you get there? You know, two people just not sit at a commun- communal table and just started, you know, hey, right. we're on a date.
1: Yeah, exactly, you know? exactly. It's like,
0: well, actually, I'm waiting for my date. So I don't know what the fuck you're doing. I'm <laughs> waiting for mine. But you know what I mean, though? It's yes. like you have to, you're there for a reason. So yeah. really think about being present. This is what I always say. Be mm. present. First of all, like just throughout the script, like Kimmy said, be present and just be in the moment, just enjoy the time there. And if it doesn't work out, who cares? It's like, it's yes. practice.
1: And if I could just say piggybacking off of what you <clears throat> said is that it. it is also empowering knowing that you have control. Like it's all about you. Yeah. Like if you're blaming the town you live on or blaming them, there's no good men, no good women. Like then it'll continue to be that right. way. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I, I was talking. Uh, can I do a quick story you go, to end it? Go ahead. Yeah, no, because this is really important. In it's the way... you,
0: Kimmy. You can do whatever you want.
1: I know this is your house, but no, can I, I mean, just... just.
0: You're my co host. You okay, can do whatever okay, you want. Okay. You should have told me to shut up a long time ago. I was like, Chris, <laughs> fuck you. I'm your co host today. No, no. I
1: don't know. I feel like we're sharing. So um, this woman, she started a call with There's no good men. Okay. I scoured the earth. I've, I've dated every guy in this town and there's just not one guy. You're my last hope. So I was like her last, right? Like no pressure. (laughs) And I said, well, I believe you. She's like, what? I said, I believe that you believe.
0: Oh, I love that.
1: That there are no good men. Yeah. And she's like, well, how can you help me? I said, well, I'm not sure I can. Because as long as you believe that, then that's your own reality. However, if you change, and I always say, change your mindset, change your approach, change your perspective, then you might see something different. Yep. Are you willing to give it a try? And she's like, well, you're my last hope. I have nothing to lose. I'm like, yeah, it's already shitty. So like, you might as well try something, right? No more ships leaving the island, honey.
0: You're stuck. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so she
1: gave me her credit card and off we went. And so I said, I just want you to do one thing. I want you to leave this call. And for the next week, I want you to take the same route to work. And I just want you noticing who's noticing you. Okay. Oh,
0: that's interesting. That's it. Yeah.
1: She's like, well, I, I see everybody. I know everybody. I said, I, I get it. Just do that as homework and then report back to me what you see. Okay. So she comes back and she's like, Kimmy, do you have a voodoo doll? I said, (laughs) no. What happened? She's like, I cannot believe what just happened. She's like, well, I did what you said. I, I took the route to work. And I, and I see this gentleman. He's sitting on the bench. And he's really good looking. And he was looking at me. So suddenly, he's calling me over. And suddenly, we have a conversation. Wow, and
0: that's And Kimmy, he asked
1: me out. Wow. They went on a date okay. already. By the time that we had our first call, that guy ended up being her long-term boyfriend. Oh,
0: that's, that's, that's a great story. And again, Amazing. it wasn't
1: it was like, we were talking about full circle in yeah. the beginning. It was just, I, I was the flashlight. That's great. She had to do, she had to walk through it and really like open herself up yeah. to new possibilities. Wow.
0: Unbelievable. That's, that's such a great story. I love, I love how you started that whole story at the beginning. Cause it's like, it's true. It's like, wow, you made her really look inside herself. I appreciate that. And
1: it empowered her and, and you listening that like, it should empower you knowing that you can make some changes to get a different result. Yeah.
0: But you gotta want to do the work, help, guys. You gotta it. do it. All right, guys. So I have Kimmy Seltzer on our show. You're a fantastic host, honey. Thank you so uh, much for doing my so show. Oh, you.
1: Is You'll be anything? online.
0: Oh, this will be great. Yes. Let's let's plug. What do you have to plug for us? Please let people know where they can find you. Where what you, where you're going to be speaking next? Your next retreat, whatever you want. Oh,
1: Platform's thank you. Yours. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you just go to Kimmy Seltzer and it's K-I-M-M-Y-S-E-L-T-Z-E-R.com, you can see all my stuff and all my socials. Of course, are at Kimmy Seltzer and my podcast charisma quotient. And then I do have a dating retreat, depending on when this is aired, but I do them. I'm trying to do them twice a year now. Okay, It's a co-ed dating retreat where it's a combination of a six week virtual course that helps people date in the second act. And we work on all these skills that we're talking about. And then we culminate into a three day live retreat where we practice this. We do salsa dancing, makeovers, flirt coaching, you name it. But it really... It's an amazing experience. So if you're interested in anything, you can go to askkimmy.com, askkimmy.com.
0: Love it. All right, guys, you heard it first here. And you know we're doing a great speakeys as well. But please check it out. And thanks, guys, for letting us shoot out of this uh, podcast studio of yours today. But it's a fantastic space. And also for the future, we will probably be doing some mixers with them as well. Kimmy brings bring some dating people here in the House of Cocotte Love to that. actually put all this into play.
1: Ah, so, we need to. Yeah.
0: So we're gonna be working on that together, you and I, okay? Oh, are we? Oh well, yeah, we are. Shout oh, out great. to the boat. Shout out to the two Philips. Love you guys. Thank you so much. And my producer, Connor Lineruth, outside right now. He's gonna jump in here and get this all undone for us. But this is a fantastic show, and thanks for being on the show today. Thank you. All right, guys, you heard it. Once again, find me at Fet Sport and anything dating intelligence, and please check us out on all other episodes. And we are out.